What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hey friends and welcome. Today we are going to talk about the greatness of God. This is episode 230 and you can find the show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com and check out my website at mediaangels.com. The greatness of God is all around us and we see it in the miracles of life. God's greatness is nothing we would dispute, and a loving God grants favor to us. But what happens when we're overwhelmed or inundated? You know, holidays are around the corner and Cyber Monday and, you know, um, Black Friday and on and on and on. How can we be disciples of the one true God and remain faithful in the glitz of any holiday season? Well, we can do it by pondering the greatness of God and his love. And I pray that you are filled by the love and peace of Christ, not only during the holiday seasons, but every day. Little children get it right when it comes to simple faith more times than not. Do you remember the early song you learned or you were taught as a child? My God is so great, so big and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. If you've never heard the song, I put a link in the show notes for this episode. The last stanza of the song goes like this. My God is so great, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do for you. This hits home for many children, along with the catchy tune that sticks in our heads and in our hearts. It is times like the holidays that we see the true meaning and share it without, with our family and friends. It is time to share what we have, whether it is little or big. And my favorite gifts are the ones that money cannot buy. Many years ago, when I started podcasting, I actually began with the show Vintage Homeschool Moms, and that's VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. And on that website, you can actually find podcasts I did on gift giving and gifts, uh, gifts parents like and gifts kids like and giving gifts without spending money. And that was really important to me to share those podcasts because so many times we go overboard and we want to show our love by giving gifts. And that's my love language. If you've ever studied any of the love languages, um, is to give you something, you know, to bake you cookies or to, um, you know, give you a gift. And some people it's spending time with them. But I think that 
you know, those gifts that we give um, are, are and should be from the heart. And I think that that's one of the things that, you know, re, if you had to, you know, pick a word to describe God, one of the words would be love. And it's that everlasting love. The greatness of God is in the big things, the awesomeness of nature, you know, the things that we see around us, but they're also in the little thing, works of charity. And they're in the things that we enjoy for ourselves. You know, they're in our friends and in our family and in the fun times we do and in the crafts and in the, you know, the sports and all of those things. But the greatness of God is giving of self. That is what God did for us, not only for the world he created for us to enjoy, but also in giving us our lives. Think about that for a minute. What was in it for him? Why did God give us life? Why are you here? Why am I here? You know, it's the age old, what is it all about? You know, what is life about? And I think sometimes, you know, especially for women, and I don't know about you men, but there's the self, you know, discovery, and I need to, you know, find out what I'm about and who I am. And I think we spend so much time in self-discovery all about me that we're not focused on all about God. And that is where our focus needs to be. Sure, we need to understand ourselves, but so many times we can't. It's like trying to understand a miracle or trying to understand why our prayers are not answered. Sometimes we have an answer and sometimes we don't. We learn that God created, and this is basic catechism 101, because of love, because love by its very nature creates. A simple sentence like that is a punch, and let me say it again. God created because of love, and love by its very nature creates. Why do you think there is such a outcry against the family, uh, you know, f- toward the killing of babies? Why is there such vehemence and vitriol about that? Because it's emulating creation and the creator when we as humans create. For me, love is the essence of the greatness of God. Make a list of what you believe is the essence of greatness of God. And I so wish I could share my list with you and you could share your list with me. But part of it can be read in um, Isaiah 40 and then also in Titus 2, 11, 15. For the greatness of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all, training us to renounce impiety and worldly passions. And in the present age, to live lives that are self-controlled, upright, and godly, while we wait for the blessed hope and the manifestation of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He it is who gives himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify for himself a people of his own who are zealous for good deeds. Again, that's super heavy and something that you need to read yourself and to contemplate. But it is so true. While God's grace brings salvation to all, not all accept or want it. We can see this by looking at our world today. We have been redeemed. But do we act like we are? Again, the finger points to me first before I can look to others. And then in Isaiah we read, in Isaiah 40, 12-31, Have you not known? Have you not heard? 
Has it not been told to you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundation of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain, and spreads them like a tent to live in, who brings princes to naught, and makes the rulers of the earth as nothing. Do we even today with the Bible in virtually every translation and a finger click away understand the ramifications and the essence of the greatness of God? He is greater than anything we can imagine. We've been told to imagine heaven and whatever you've come up with, it's so much better than we can comprehend. I shared in past podcasts something that my pastor always says, and he says, when we pray to say, God, I love you as you know yourself to be. Unpack that, friends. In other words, we cannot comprehend the greatness of God, which doesn't mean we shouldn't try to understand, and we should just so we could better worship. But every time we think we get it, or we're a little bit closer, and um, when I was younger and had little kids, I remember keeping uh, some scrap paper in the top drawer of my desk, which was at the top of, we had a loft at that time, um, before it was made into a second story as our family grew. But I would have to run to upstairs and open the drawer and write something down because just even in, I, I was craving God and craving that time where I would be able to spend with the Lord and, you know, you've got little kids and you're so busy and, you know, everything that's going on, you don't have time. So I would just kind of, you know, pray during my day. And then every once in a while, I'd have this illumination where I felt like I got a little glimpse of an understanding of something and I'd have to run upstairs and pull out that paper and write it down and put it in my, um, in my notes later, because it was like this inspiration that God gave us. And he will do that if we ask him. In Isaiah 25 through 26, we read on and it says, and this is, um, again, Isaiah 40, 25 through 26, to whom then will you compare me or who is my equal, says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high and see who created these, he who brings out their host and numbers them, calling them by name, because he is great in strength, mighty in power, and not one is missing. Again. We're reminded that God has called us by name. Not only did he create the heavens and the earth, the Almighty cared enough to create you, my friends, and me. You are not an accident. Your life is not for nothing. Your hurts and your worries are not trivial. The Almighty God has heard your prayers and your cries because he is great in strength and mighty in power. And Isaiah 40, 29 through 31 goes on and says, Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He did not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up in wings of eagles. Like eagles, they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Alleluia and amen. The Lord will never weary even though we do. 
the Lord does not need to replenish because for him all things originate. The greatness of God can be comprehended in this way. He is always there for us, friends. He cares. He loves. He is the Almighty. We may think God is not approachable. My husband used to say, I'm not going to pray because it's bothering God. It's not true. Remember, I, I shared about that in a previous podcast about the the judge that wasn't just, yet he gave in to the woman who was basically nagging. And, you know, sometimes we have to do that. Not so that God listens because we've been a pain, but because as we continue to pray, God changes our hearts. We look up to the heavens, but he is here beside us always, even when we don't feel him, even when we feel down, even when we feel we cannot go on. God created and God cares for you and for me. During this season of your life, look at the greatness of God with joy and while trying to comprehend his vastness. That's not a prerequisite, by the way, for salvation, but it does help us to put our problems and our lives in perspective. We are important, yet many of the things we want and crave are not important in the grand scheme of things. Does this mean we don't live our lives? No, of course not. We do. But we live our lives with an eye to heaven and joy in our hearts. The challenge this week, my friends, is to look at the greatness of God, place your wants and needs before the Lord, and discern what is important in your life. May God be blessed and rejoice today and always. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.